The sun also rises, just as the After Buzz TV after show for Grimm will always return. <laughs> uh, and we're, welcome back, guys. It's the Grimm After Show at After Buzz TV. We're going to talk about Season 6, Episode 8. Lots of cool stuff. Uh, there's a monster coming through the mirror. And uh, is she Juliet again? Let's find out. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hey, guys, Grimsters, Gremlins, welcome back to After Buzz TV. I'm excited. I'm excited too. Uh, I'm always <laughs> excited to talk about Grim. Uh, welcome back, guys. Uh, make sure that you are subscribed to After Buzz TV on YouTube. Follow us on Twitter, all these places. All these talk. places. All the places. iTunes, SoundCloud. We're on Instagram. You know, there's lots of places. <laughs> um, yeah, iTunes, SoundCloud, uh, anywhere podcasts are found. Um, I'm your host, Zach Wilson. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at that Zach Wilson. I got Yell Teagle here. Hey, everybody. I'm Yell Teagle. I'm everywhere at Yell Teagle. That's Y A E L T Y G I E L. And I'm in the chat. People are going crazy talking about evoking. That's what they're talking about. Interesting. Yeah. All right, we can fade out the theme song for it, please. Again, <laughs> even though I do like hearing it. I love hearing um, it. Let's start with the uh, Tari Miller is uh, a little under the weather. Yeah. Uh, send him your, your well wishes. I disagree. Or, Tell him to or suck your it up. adoring hatred. Yeah. Uh, Say, suck it up, Tari. <laughs> uh, you can send them to him on Twitter at Tari J. T A U R I J A Y. Um, thank you to all of you joining us live. Mm-hmm. Uh, we always appreciate you guys tuning in, especially when there's like a major other event going on. What is there a sport thing today? No. Oh. No. Okay. <laughs> Playing dumb, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Doesn't today. suit you. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> that, it sounds like an insult, but it was absolutely yeah. <laughs> not. Um, all right, let's start with the quote. Quote it. No man chooses evil because it is evil. He only mistakes it for happiness. Okay. That's uh, Mary Shelley. Oh, who, what a shocker! Yeah, what a shocker that the Frankenstein episode of Grimm, it, which it, which included a character whose last name was Shelley, whose first name was Victor, <laughs> <laughs> who limped like Igor. <laughs> I wonder what you're referencing here, Grimm. They've made a monster. He's alive. Really, really, guys. He's alive. It was so subtle, the subtlest. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to reverse the order we were going to talk about. Yes. Let's just talk about this the Vessin of the oh, Week okay, up great. top. <laughs> um, well, it wasn't quite a Vessin of the Week necessarily, yeah. uh, which is good. I do like a change of pace mm-hmm. in terms of that. But it was the standalone episodic like murdery story. Yeah. Although Nick wasn't involved this week. Yeah. It was Hank and Wu being cops. Just it was, being cops. It was... It was a Law and Order episode with, like, the tiniest supernatural element to it. Yeah, I really, I thought it was so funny that they're, like, they're surging the air. They're, like, this has to be Vessen related. It's got to be Vessen related. And it kind of was. I mean, it it was in that there was, like, mystical stuff around it. Well, it wasn't, but it wasn't Vessen related. It was these doctors who were not Vessen who put together a being who was originally not Vessen, it just happened to be the pieces they used were Vessen. Yeah. 
It was the least Vesiny Vesson story we've had. So it was the kind of thing where, like, I guess they figured out how to Frankenstein a body. Yes. And bring it back to life. Because Victor Shelley, <clears throat> uh, in case you've never read, uh, in case your high school never forced you to read uh, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, or, or never you've never seen, seen any, any of the movies. bajillion movies. Yeah. Uh, Victor von Frankenstein. Yes. Von Frankenstein. <laughs> That's what you're going to try to say today? Frankenstein. It's pronounced Frankenstein. Anyway, the doctor. Uh, and then Mary Shelley, who wrote it. Yes. Um, crammed their names together. Well, I, I mean, uh, so I think it needs to be pointed out that Frankenstein was the doctor and that the monster was called the monster and that the yes. monster that we call Frankenstein is actually Frankenstein's monster. Yes. Which a is good important because. Distinction. Yeah, because uh, one of the grim writers, Jeff Miller, kept tweeting that it's a Frankenvesson's Vesson. <laughs> I don't think that's correct, but he kept saying it's a Frankenvesson's Vesson. Yeah, we don't have time to correct that. Okay. Uh, But so it was it was was interesting in that, like, I guess they used a Vesson body. So bodies. They used Vesson bodies. Yes. Each arm and leg was a different Vesson. Yeah, so I love that. So I guess it's built. It is like the 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 ability to Vogue is built into the body parts. As opposed to... As opposed to, like, it doesn't need the whole body to, to, to vogue. Yeah, I think it's in the DNA of yeah. the body. And so when he got scared, all of it vogued. So I wonder if that was, like, where, like, the rage came from. Because I'll just say, like, <laughs> they brought this guy back to life. Yes. And then he... Philippe, he he freaked out because mm-hmm. like he was brought back from the dead. Yeah, like maybe attacked somebody, and they're like, "Look, we gotta kill this thing. This <laughs> thing cannot be alive any longer." I'm like, "What did you expect it to? What did you expect him to do when you brought him back from the dead? Just behave like." Oh, hey, Dad. I'm so happy to be alive again. I think that's a fair point that they were like, oh, we did it. We got to kill this. (laughs) How did this happen? We should kill it. Um, No, I think what you need to do is calm it down because you see that the body changes, right? Like they saw there was an arm and then the arm changed. And then when they sedated him, it changed back. So just keep him calm. Yeah. Or, like, tie him down, maybe, while you run some tests. <laughs> tie him down. Because he's when he wakes up from the sedation, he's not going to be freaking out that he's been tied down. Well, they didn't even try. <laughs> That's true. They were like, uh, just kill it. <laughs> uh, you saw what it did? Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, so, they... they, they they, they, they've basically done all this to cover up that and cover up the fact that they've been paying for bodies. Yeah. Uh, from the morti- from the most easily manipulated mortician. The creepiest In, in cop guy. history. He was so creepy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wanted him to be Vesson. He just felt Vesson. He <laughs> folded faster than... Uh, yes. Even paper, like he's like <laughs> it's like there's nothing that could fold faster than him. The cops literally showed up, asked him, "Hey, what'd you do to those bodies?" And he went, 
okay, here's everything I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's a te- he's just a bad bad guy. Like he's bad at being a bad guy. It's just a terrible criminal. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um uh, so yeah so they, they're able to put it together pretty quickly hank and Wu in their normal detectiveness yeah um gamer girl in the chat says that he was not creepy that it was just me who thought that he was creepy and i'd like to take it to the chat and to you zach uh I don't, well, here's the thing. I don't know that he. I would call him creepy. He was a weird. He was weird. Um, he was a weird funeral director guy. I guess creepy wouldn't necessarily be the right word. But Germaniac says that haircut though. <laughs> there was something <laughs> like, creepy about it. Weird, like weird off-putting, and creepy. Yeah, but not creepy. Not creepy, like like gonna follow you down a dark alley and hurt you. Yeah. creepy. But creepy, like I wouldn't want to be alone in a funeral home with him. Creepy. Fair enough. Thank you. Well, but, like, I feel like he's almost, like, he's too harmless to be creepy. What? You don't know that when you first meet him. That's true. Um, this is Portland. Tall Troll says, bodies are cheap in Portland. I noticed that as well. <laughs> it's only $1,000. Yeah, I was like, dude, charge more. They lowballed this guy. He didn't. Like, he was yeah. just like, I guess that's a good price. <laughs> uh, it's called good negotiation skills. Yeah. <laughs> he was so he was a bad he was bad at being a bad guy he was bad at negotiating creepy all around creepy <laughs> yeah also mm. i don't i don't see weird as a negative i see creepy as a negative yes anyway um regardless but yeah so i mean uh overall like i don't have a lot to say about the this about this plot line like you guys watched it <laughs> um it, like I, I appreciate, I always appreciate literary references, and mm-hmm. I think the idea of what what a Frankenstein type thing does in this world was interesting. I would have liked to explore that a little more. Like if it had been a like uh, a Vessin, like what like here's what I would have been interested in mm-hmm. is if they kept him alive a little longer, how the different Vessin DNA would have played together. Of course, that's what you wanted. Mainly because it is going to be very important very soon uh-huh. because. Monroe and Rosalie are going to have hybrid babies. And we haven't really dealt a lot with yeah. what that means for these children. Like, are they going to be, like, is it that they're going to be one or the other? Is it like a recessive gene? Mm-hmm. Or is it like like skin tone where you it sort of tends to meet somewhere in the middle? Um, okay. When, if parents have vastly different, like, skin tones. Mm-hmm. Um but, like, eye color generally doesn't blend. It's one or the other. Uh, so I'm curious, like, how does Vessenhood work? You're so science-y. Ah, I'm so <laughs> curious. Um, and the last time I heard it commented on was at Comic-Con a few years ago where they said it was, it would be explosive to right. have two in the same, two, two Vessen DNA going there. But right. that was a few seasons ago, and they haven't really addressed it since yeah. then. So I'm very curious to see... Where that goes, and this could have been a cool opportunity to start that. That's all. I, that's what I wanted. To I, th- know. I mean, I think we we have an opportunity to get there, and we're gonna see what it means. I assume, especially after Monroe's nightmare. Um, I think it's. I I believe not to predict, but I believe they'll have a one of each and then a mix because they have three, so they might as well. Right. Maybe <laughs> that'd be interesting. Um, we did get that crazy dream. Yeah, nightmare. Uh, nightmare. Yeah, <laughs> that was a nightmare. Um, was it a prophetic nightmare though? Oh God, no, no, nope, no. 
I, there's a part of me that for a moment thought it might be real. <laughs> like they started, I'm like, this is clearly like a dr- like a nightmare yeah. dream sequence, and then like, but like, it went on for a little a little to the like long enough for for me to go like, what if it's real and this is some crazy mystical stuff because of, like the portal coming and she's just straight up having a litter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually surprised that they didn't have a litter. Right, like the fact three is kind of a litter. It's a small litter. Yeah, I was just surprised because I feel like I just felt like with the types of vessin that they are, that like fifteen seems like reasonable. (laughs) Even most dogs do not have fifteen children. Well, according to 101 Dalmatians, you have a lot. Right? Really skewed the average. (laughs) That's where I get my knowledge from (laughs) Disney movies. Um but the but dogs do tend to tend to have like five to seven like kids at once, but yeah. like they're they're not full canines, they're half human, so half as many three fine I wanted them to have 15. that's still a lot of babies 15. it's a lot of babies <laughs> yeah um, uh Kendall says Fuchsbaden. Fuchsbaden. I like it. I like Fuchsbaden. <laughs> it's a nice one um a litter of blute bot. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Oh no, that's scary. Um, Wait, get okay out of the chat. They're next to my notes. <laughs> uh, uh, Lydia um, says five is a litter. Ha! Oh, interesting. Okay. So ha! Thank you. Either way. Okay. Uh, yes. Oh, <laughs> Grumaniac has a link there that says you can read about Vesson genetics here. Uh, thank you Gravaniac for always giving us the link we need awesome Um, I would uh, so I'm curious Mm -hmm. for you and for the chat like do you think that this nightmare is related to whatever the big like crazy solstice solstice mega event Mm -hmm. is that's coming through the mirror zone I believe that it is not related. I believe that the Monrosalie baby is the Fuchsbaden. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that situation uh, is separate and does not have anything to do with the main storyline. But okay. I'd, I'd love if someone in the chat thinks different and why. Yeah. Do you Hashtag think... Fuchsbaden. Um... <laughs> do you think that it's related? Um, my instinct. My initial thoughts say no. It's just a, a pre-parent, a pre-being a parent nightmare, right? Um, but it like for something something that real in this show mm. often has other implications. I see. Uh, but Ronro <laughs> could just be scared because yeah. three's a lot of babies. <laughs> um, so Jaya in the chat says uh, no. Zach uh, Gamer Girl says no. I think Monroe. <laughs> Uh, just fears that he's going to have more than three babies. And people were... Uh, Jai also said, 15, yell! <laughs> Monroe's freaking out over five. That's true. He was freaking out over five. Yeah. Um, he's probably yeah. freak. I mean, the cause of this nightmare, he's freaking out over three. Right. Let's be honest. I think he'd freak out over one, to be fair. Well, he was excited about one. Right, but I And think- then, like, he was like, oh, two... Oh, <laughs> yeah, but I three. think I think that you know it's. I believe I don't know. I don't have children, but it is like a normal thing to panic. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> right. You're about to bring life into this world, and they're your responsibility, and you have to raise them and not mess them up. They're relying on you to keep them alive. Yep. And Ooh. out of jail. So and you know, out of jail, right? Which in this world, very important. Yes. Um, and the first one, very difficult because it's Portland. Yeah. Uh, 
So let's uh, let's move on to Eve. Yes. Um, this was the big <clears throat> plot line for this episode. The biggest, the, the biggest plot line that wasn't the best end of the week. Yes, <laughs> it, it, in terms of like, well, in terms of like overarching show mm-hmm. is um, so they're, they're they're looking at the drawings and things um, like uh, yes, the map. Like the star and the map. star map comes up. Mm-hmm. And this is where it gets get this gets really interesting. Yeah, at this point, I went, "Ugh, Zach's gonna be so happy." Oh yeah, tell us. Well, Zach. it's it's just, like there's like they're throwing details at us, but like with such uncertainty that I don't know what of if any of it to like will actually end up applying. I don't think that um, we're gonna discover that Vesson are from another planet from other I planets. Don't... But I absolutely believe that they did that and went, "Shut up, Zach. Here you go." No. <laughs> Because I don't buy because I, I don't buy that them being aliens like that doesn't fit the show in the slightest. Um, but, but wouldn't like, that be an amazing twist? Because eh. we never saw it coming. Um, <laughs> I I don't think, but I I get like the the whole thing like Galileo mm-hmm. if he was a Grim thought like they could have come from beyond the stars. Yeah, um, because they're alien to him. Um, she's sure. like, they must have come from somewhere else. I don't think that's what the show's doing. Um, <clears throat> but it, 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 it is the fact that we're even discussing where Vesson came from. <laughs> it's making me real excited that we might get some answers or at least hints of answers before the end of the year. Did you by chance get the name of the artist that painted um, the, the mural? Oh, I didn't jot it down. Okay. Grimaniac, I'm challenging you to get us that uh, so that Zach can read it out loud. Because when Monroe said it, it just kept going. And I went, this. I want Zach to read this. All right. Put it in there. Yeah. So, Grimaniac, find me the name of the artist who painted the mural. Uh, All right. Yep. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, But, yeah, so... In terms of Eve, though, yes, um, this was really. I mean, they they decided that she's going to live in the spice shop because, like, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, it's great. Um, I I missed who uh, I think it's Nine Tail Phoenix kept pointing out that Diana gets her bed back. Absolutely, because <laughs> we were wondering how that was working out. Yeah, and I appreciate that it was Eve who was like, I can't keep staying there yeah super but like it says a lot that nick was like no you should stay like he he one didn't feel right kicking her out Mm -hmm. but also like is he trying to keep her around uh so like look first of all first a joke yeah uh now that uh eve's finally out of there natalie can go back to uh banging uh what there's a weird adult living in the like other side of a fake wall What is Natalyn supposed to do? <laughs> um, so B-Dog in the chat says, Zach, it took five years to find out what the keys were for. Don't hold your breath on bigger answers. <laughs> which is a fair argument. Um, but also, I have a name for you. Uh, thank you, Grimaniac. Oh, I see it. Okay. It's all you, Zach. Uh, so the guy that painted... this is He painted the, the mural. The mural. The, the star of, chart. Yeah, the stars with the... Um, like astrological sign, yeah. Vesson. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be real stereotypical when I when I uh, oh no when I say this. Giovanni Antonio Vanasina de Varese. Wow, oh, that was impressive. Yeah, 
Not even a stutter. I liked Lydia right next to Giovanni, the head of Team Rocket. (laughs) (laughs) Team Rocket, we're all Vessin. I believe it. What if Pokemon and (laughs) Grammy existed in the same universe? I think they do. I think they absolutely (laughs) do. Yeah. Fuchsbow, I choose you. (laughs) (laughs) You would. Yep. Uh, Anyway... (laughs) Um, but so, like, it, as far as the Ju- like the Eve Juliet story, like, gets yes. real interesting because I'm not the only one saying Juliet anymore because Nick offhandedly refers to her as Juliet. I, okay, it was not offhanded. It was in a time of stress. She was in the hospital. He, she is his friend. What I mean they is like history. without no, thinking. Like yes. it's not like he like made a point of saying Juliet. Like he right. just like was moving and he called her Juliet. Yeah, and I, I was and I'm like, did somebody? Did anybody hear this? And then luckily both Hank and Wu go. Did he just call her Juliet? And I was like, yes. Not the only person who heard it. Not the only person. Yeah. <laughs> um. I don't know. This is because like we've been talking about it for weeks about like who is Eve and Eve questions it at the she top of this episode. Herself. Yeah, <laughs> she, even she's like, I don't know who I am anymore. And like, it's a question: What did the stick mm-hmm. of destiny do to her? Um, <laughs> that's not what it is. That's what I'm calling it. Uh, but what did what did the stick do to her? Well, we also got to see her. People were pointing out earlier in the chat. We get to see her Vogue for the first time. Which she struggled to do, just like she did the last time that she Vogue. But I don't think this Vogue was her trying to Vogue. I think in the stress of him choking her, her body reacted. And so now, she, I think now she's able to Vogue again. Maybe. That's how but I like, took it. But the question is, why hasn't she been able to Vogue before? She hasn't really used any powers mm-hmm. since then. Like, And she's sort of, the way I see it, Eve just hasn't had her powers and has sort of just been keeping it quiet from everybody else. Mm-hmm. Like, she doesn't want people to know that she's been, she was depowered by the stick. And I really think that if she had mental blocks up that were keeping, like, H.W. sort of beat her into the point where she was Eve mm-hmm. and not Juliet. If the stick was, if, it, if we accept that the stick heals people. Right. And it healed Nick physically and brought him back to life. That's what it did for Nick. But for Eve, it, it's like, for Juliet, mm-hmm. like she's alive. Whatever we we think about that, the, the person, the yes. body, the brain, including all the brain chemistry, which is hard-rooted memories and everything like that, is Juliet. That person was healed by the stick. Mm-hmm. So if that if that healed her mentally it may have undone what hw did to her she would still have all the memories of being eve and still have that bit of her personality but she would also have juliet mm-hmm. who has much more time and much more like memories right. to go on <clears throat> um so i really am starting to think that it's juliet in there and less so eve I think you're right that more Juliet is coming back. I think that her memories are coming back. I think that she's, um, I think that she is back, but I think that this new version of her that is both a Juliet and an Eve has um, an understanding that she can't go back to Juliet. She, I think she knows that, that no matter what's happening, her question of who am I now is not 
how do I go back to being Juliet? It's who am I now? She's going to be a new person and she's not going to try to go back to Juliet's life. Interesting. Yeah, um, it's going to be interesting to see how the season plays out. I do stand by earlier. I don't know if I said this earlier, if it's just like a thought that I've had. Like, um, mm. it goes. I mean, I guess it goes back to a little bit of what we were predicting last year that it seems, and like right now, it's seeming very like very likely because um, Nick like staying outside her bedroom or with her in the hospital. In the hospital, room, yeah. Rather. Um, that's because he's like remembering, and he we have that whole thing where he remembers all of his time with Juliet, right? It does he still have feelings for her? For does he does he have feelings for whoever, whatever name you want to apply to his history with this person, Juliet? Yeah, I think I think he does, but I don't think that they're going to interfere with what's going on with Adeline. Because he has built this life with her. He has moved on. And I don't think that Juliet's memories coming back is going to ruin what's going on. And so I think that it's an interesting conversation that they're having. And they've chosen to not ignore it, which I appreciate. Mm -hmm. Because this woman who has the body and face of his old love is part of their team. Part of the Scooby gang. And so they have to address it. And I think that it's okay that she's feeling things and that he's feeling things. But as we see in the memories, right, he has um, his aunt telling him to not involve her, his mom telling him not to leave her. Like, we have these memories and he's torn, but he's moved on. Yeah. And I think that he's going to keep moving on. He definitely feels guilty. Mm-hmm. Like, thinking about, like, what what he was told, like, what his mom said yeah. To do like having people that you love in your life will get them hurt. And that's if what his he had, aunt said. That's what his aunt said, and then his mother sort of well, his mom like tiptoed around like yes. it's gonna be bad, but, but like don't leave people. Yeah. <laughs> um but like I mean if he had let her go early when his aunt told him not like, like to, yeah. to separate, like she wouldn't have gone through all this. She'd yeah. probably be living a normal life as a vet. Um, mm-hmm. just like being chill. Now she's like fighting an interdimensional war with a mysterious face that's coming out of mirrors. Yeah, she's I, died. I came think back. you're totally right, though, that his feelings are more about guilt than remembering his love for her. Yeah, well, it'll be interesting to see how that manifests, at least in his behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do my the prediction that I was saying before. I, I think that. We're going to see probably Eve slash Juliet like sacrificing herself before the end of the the show, mm. the end of the season. Um, yeah, you've said that. Yeah, um, I like because like an, an older prediction was that it would be either her or Adeline. Like one of them would sacrifice themselves. Mm-hmm. Like when it gets like romantically complicated. Yeah. Um, for Nick. Uh, it, right now, it seems like pretty heavily like that it would be Eve slash Juliet doing it. Yeah. Um, only because like Alan hasn't been around as much. She's not as active. We don't even know what her power level is at anymore. We don't know what Eve's power level is at either, but we know she's still fighting. Right. And I think that we can assume that, you know, our hex and beasts are 
powerful, right? Like Eve was super powerful. Was, Adeline we don't was know super where, powerful. Yeah. And Diana's super powerful. Diana's disturbingly powerful. Um, to the point where now Sean is even like looking at the the stuff, yeah. stuff she's been drawing, and he calls it. Who was that that he called? We haven't met her before. Okay, that's um, what I thought. She reminded me for a moment of his mom. No, nope. but I was like, but that's not her. Not at all. Um, his mom was blonde uh, and didn't speak Russian to him. I just love that they're going. Sasha speaks all these languages. Let's make him speak all these languages, and so he gets to speak Russian this week. I was like, oh yeah. Sasha speaks Russian really well. <laughs> like, fluently. Yeah, we should do that. <laughs> um, yeah, and in the end, we don't get new that much new information from her, but we do find out that because Diana saw it, she believes that it's something to do with Diana. Yeah. Which is terrifying because Diana's only, what, less than a year old? A few years old? Three years old in, in time? And... 10 years old and, and then she sort of she like she like ramped up and then at like 10 she just sort of like leveled yep <laughs> um, that's oh oh okay now I have a prediction I'm writing it down so I don't forget alright yep um but so we're, we're we're there's more like as we get closer and closer to whatever to March 24th mm-hmm. when all this stuff's gonna get down we're a month away from it yep um they're saying that it comes near the March solstice. Mm-hmm. Solstices have all kinds of power built around them, especially when you get into witchcraft, which is what the the Zauber <laughs> hexen beasts are effectively, are witches and warlocks. Yeah. Um, so I still think that the face in the mirror like looks like a Zauber beast. You still think that the face in the mirror is uh Bonaparte. No, I didn't say oh, I never okay. said I never said it was Bonaparte. I said it reminded me of the character design mm-hmm. of Bonaparte in that it was it appeared to look like a Zauber beast. Okay. Um but I do not think that it is actually Bonaparte. You don't think that Bonaparte is coming through the mirror from hell to take uh Eve down? No. Okay. Uh, uh there was <laughs> Mr. Goku Jr. says the demon in the mirror is Spawn trying to escape, leading to a Spawn series on NBC. <laughs> That'd be amazing. That'd be just so funny if that's NBC was like, also, we're announcing this. I would love a Grimm spinoff. Yeah. It'd be fun. Uh, Gamer Girl <gasps> says it's not a Zauber Beast. It's a skull. People are disagreeing with you. It's a skull? That Yeah. I think it looks like a skull. Okay. That but it, it said, had eyes. Like, yeah. that's. I mean, the hexen beasts look like skulls. Like they don't have lips. Like they look like decayed flesh. Right, but that's it. Also, when the arm comes through, it was decayed flesh, not bones. Um, and when she bites it, which was hilarious. Yeah, that's her. She's like, "Oh no!" <laughs> sure, that seems reasonable. Um, yeah, get the. Get it in your mouth. That's there's not nothing bad can happen from that. Right, having its blood in you, like that seems like a bad idea. That's how zombie plagues start. <laughs> oh, uh, we already did that. Um, that's true. We did. Uh, Germaniac's theory is that the skull face guy is Satan. Is the Satan of all Vessen? That's interesting. The Satan of all Vessen in that it's like the like a like a god type figure of all Vessen, or of. like the place where Vessen are sent to like suffer after. I don't know. They die. Um, Tall Troll says, Alberbeast don't have glowy green eyes, though. 
That's fair. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Uh, we don't know what it is. We don't know what it is. Um, and, oh, Grimaniac also points out that the Skullface's blood was left on the mirror. The mirror, like, was covered yeah. in blood. But was it all... <laughs> Sorry, Mr. D-Style says, that demon is Tari J. <laughs> uh, it's just been... T- that's where he is right now. He's actually Dylan in went. the mirror dimension. <laughs> it's Dylan! Yep. Interesting. Interesting. Oh, um, man, theories in the chat are going great. I yeah, I, I don't love know. Chat theories. I don't know what the demon guy is. I'm sure it has something to do with our date that's coming. Especially since oh, 100 percent becoming that's... more. It like was a thing once, and now it's a thing again, and it's chasing Eve. And... Yeah, no question at all that it's related. Uh, Mr. Goku Jr. says maybe it's Meisner. It's not. No. No, he's an angel now. Yeah, he's not evil. He's an angel. He's reunited with his lost love, Yell. I mean, whatever her name was. <laughs> but yep. she's not dead. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um. <laughs> yeah, I think the portals are going to be more consistent. Um, and I think that, uh, yeah, we should head into predictions. Now. Yeah, let's just let's do some predictions, which we've been doing for 10 minutes. Uh, uh we've just been um and now, suggesting your after buzz TV prediction predictions. Um yeah. Okay, here's my prediction. Um now that she said I've been holding this, now that the Russian lady said that it has to do with Diana and we were talking about her aging, I think on that day she will shoot up to teenager and be a full witch and be super powerful. I mean, she's got all those powers. She hasn't even vogued, as far as we know. Right. All she does is glow her eyes. Imagine like, how powerful Diana will be in, like, in vogue state. I don't want to. That's not, she won't have to hat bong. She can, like, you know, Sabrina the Teenage Witch it and be someone else. <laughs> um, Mrs. D in the chat says that Diana's going to lose some of her powers. Interesting. Um, that would be, I, I'm not sure what that would serve. Well, because she's super powerful and scary, and now she's human. But, like, she hasn't done anything that would make that, like, like I think that basically it's going to be this skull face dude is mm-hmm. going to come through, and then Diana is going to wind up on one side or the other. Yeah. And whichever, and it's going to be a thing of... Uh, whichever side Diana chooses, and like as I say this out loud, it's probably gonna come down to mommy versus daddy. Yeah. Uh, like I bet you Sean joins up with Skullface Man for for whatever reason. <laughs> um, but Diana's gonna have to pick between mom and dad, and that's gonna be the side that like will reign supreme for a thousand years or something like that. All right. Um, like, like this could be like the the com- like what effectively like is the grim version of like the coming of the Antichrist, like the yeah. apocalypse type of thing, um, which norm, which like wouldn't be able to co- to to happen except with someone of such insane power. Maybe as Diana. I just wonder when we're getting back to the main story, right? Like to like fo- so, to focus on it. Well, we yeah. have. We're episode 9, eight. 10, 11, 12, 13. We have five episodes left. And 12 is the date that something happens. So that gives us three episodes until the big event. 
But I want those three episodes to stop being invested in the week. I know, I do too. But uh, next week, it looks like that's not what's happening. I know. I know um, what it looks like. It, something in the woods. It's all bark and more bite. And then vines attack them. Okay. <laughs> that's what it looks like. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Hopefully, we'll we'll push that forward even more. Um. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, uh, there there are a million ways it could go, uh, and what that event is. Uh, any any other predictions on what it could be? Uh, I mean, we've predicted that everyone becomes Vessen, or we've predicted that all the Vessen come like are forced to Vogue and be outed, and we've predicted that the opposite happens, where all Vessen lose all their powers. Um, we've predicted so much stuff that it could go either way and I think um, I wonder what would be an interesting twist on something we haven't thought about I want I want hmm. a surprise I want it to be something that we haven't thought of Hellmouth Portland becomes a Hellmouth I've Portland said it becomes a and hell I want mouth. it yep that's it mirrored Hellmouths interesting alright yeah, why not mirrored Hellmouths <laughs> Uh, and on that note, I think we're going to wrap it up for this week. <laughs> what a weird hell mouth. But thank you guys so much for joining us uh, for this episode of the Grim After Show. Uh, I'm your host, Zach Wilson. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at that Zach Wilson. I'm Yell Teagle. You can find me everywhere at Yell Teagle. That's Y-A-E-L-T-Y-G-I-E-L. I'm on other shows here, such as Law & Order Special Victims Unit, which is on hiatus again until mid-March. Yeah. It uh, does that. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. also went on hiatus unexpectedly for a yeah. month. For a month? Yeah. I'm um, upset about Also it. on the Switch to Birth After Show for the final season, uh, Gay Weekly Roundtable on Thursdays. I'm trying to think of other shows that I do. <laughs> Legion! How could I forget? Legion! <laughs> um, yeah, we do that one late Wednesday nights for all the X-Men fans. I know there are a lot of people talking X-Men in the chat, so join us for Legion. Nice. Yeah. Uh, well, we will be back next week mm-hmm. for episode nine. Oh, yeah. People tweet at the actors you want. You want yeah. David in here, you tell him to come in here. You want tell Bitsy, him. tell her. Tell him. Yell at him. Don't yell at him. Be Be polite. Be polite. Tag me in it. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But this has been the Grim After Show. Thanks for geeking out with us. Thanks for geeking out with us. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After Shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 